You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Hannibal After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Hannibal After Show. <laughs> this is the uh, worst song choice. That song, I won't say whose idea it was. Uh, welcome to the but I Hannibal. Won't say it wasn't me. <laughs> it's Joe Sanfilippo's idea. Welcome to the Hannibal Afterbuzz After Show. I'm Joe Braswell. Uh, I'm joined as always by the lovely Julie Kearley, who's here in person. Hello, it's nice to be back. I missed you guys last week. I'm joined on the phone by the lovely Nando Velasquez, who's not here in person. Oh. I'm not there. Hi. You're getting my best side, right? Yes. You look <laughs> Looking fantastic. Good. You got my best side? That's the best yeah. you've ever looked, actually. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Be nice. Uh, and we're not joined by the lovely Joe Sanfilippo, who is coming back from a three-day bender in Las Vegas. I'm just going to cut it. He, he calls me out all the time. <laughs> He, he's always called me this out for. This is the only show where people are getting people don't show up because they're drunk. That's why. I have to be on the phone. <laughs> Did you guys say I was somewhere drunk last week? No, I said I said you were doing acting. I was doing acting. Yes, as you as you were. Some top gun uh, acting. And uh, so yeah, so we are here. Uh, that was the lovely Britney Spears and, and piece of me. You know, in honor of the love, the R.I.P. Beverly Cats. Oh, Beverly Cats. Um, which you know is probably not the. The most sensitive song we can choose for, for, for to eulogize the lovely Beverly Sorry, Cats. Right, it was but. a nice try. It was it was a shot. Pieces of me, get a pieces guys. of me, pieces. Of jewel. She was in pieces. All right, yeah. Joe's been trying to get a Britney Spears song on the top of the show for a while. It's now, been so. it's been my priority. Yeah. It's, it's been a huge priority of mine to get to get Brit Brit on the show. Well, there you go. That's, that's yeah. what we, Congrats. That's what, that's what I call her. Brit Brit. Brit. Anyway, so Hannibal, man, episode five. Uh, uh oh, here Muko we go. Mukozuki. Mukozuki. Yeah, yeah, right? or Mukozuki, yeah, Mukozuki. Mukozuki, which ironically, I believe, is uh, is a two. Uh, it's just sashimi in two parts, so it kind of has a lot to do with maybe. I mean, you know, poor uh, B cats was in multiple parts, but sliced and, and diced, sliced and diced like sh- like sashimi like might sashimi. be. Um, so that's first of all, we answer our questions of last week: Will Beverly Cats make it out or live or not? And Nope. We nope. We know that. <laughs> That's a big fat nope. Uh, you know, there was still a piece of me that was just hoping. Oh, a piece of me. I see what you did. <laughs> but wait, her character, but her character is alive in the books. Well, is that true? Apparently, I don't know I don't that. Know. That's, That's true. Said last week, I wasn't sure about. I think that. I said that. I think I was wrong. Okay. <laughs> like, like, if you're quoting you? me, then you better watch out. But that's fine. If it doesn't, I mean, The Walking Dead does that obviously with the source material. They try and deviate a little bit from yeah. it. So, sure. Yeah, sure. We're assuming things are going to stay on course with the books, but it's nice to have a surprise or two. Well, Brian Fuller's been really good about sort of staying on canon and like, well, I mean, it, it, what he's done is he's taking, you know, uh, there's a little notion. This whole Hannibal season, this whole show is basically, the whole first three seasons is based on probably what he saw as an idea based in like, I think it was like three pages of Red Dragon. So like, he's like, read these three pa- pages and was like, this is a show. So, uh, I think that 
you know, I, I think that, that there's, there's definitely room for interpretation there. But uh, one of the things we'll get to later, too, is that these characters are, you know, I mean, he, he's taking liberty with the characters, but only in sort of race and gender, which is kind of cool, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, making Beverly Katz, who's Jewish, not, you know, um, you know, casting uh, uh, Hedy Ann Park, making Freddie Lowndes a man. Lowndes a woman, Making yeah. uh, Jack African-American. So it's just, he's done he some has really some cool creative things. license. And, yes. you know, I think he should have creative license with, with pieces of the story yes. as well. Yes, and very pieces, and very uh, very inclusionary. You yes. Know? Uh, uh, so I, I, I appreciate all that. Which, you know, I'll get to this later, he's gotten, he's, he seems to be taking some fire over racism and sexism, you know, because he's killing off the only Asian character, which is, you know, I think it's just absurdly ridiculous, but I, but I, get, I want people to have their voice. And uh, Hedy sure. Park, what a nice... Um, piece on that uh, addressing that as well um anyway i digress mm. let's get into this episode please oh please man so freddie lounge the snoop it opens <sighs> it opens <laughs> and we see uh we see what well, opens with what does it open with there's no one freddie lounge it opens no. with jack and hannibal right it and opens first with the uh with the difference between the meals really right that's right. Yes. What Hannibal is eating versus the slop that, that uh, poor Will. Oh, that was poor fast. Will poor Will is, is yeah. eating. Hashtag poor Will. Poor Will. Sorry, man. Uh, you know, making a delicious, lo- lovely, lovely kidney. You know, I, for a second, I thought that was the, you know, the famous kidney in Fava Beans. You know, the, the, I know, like, you know, from that. But it was, man, you know, Hannibal loves a kidney. He yeah. can, he can prep a kidney. Yes, he can. Um, He's got skills. It, it, it looked delicious, except for the fact that it belonged to, uh, <laughs> it belonged to uh to Beverly Cats, I'm assuming. And uh but we did but after we got through that montage, uh we did get to see uh Beverly I'm sorry, uh Freddie Lowndes make Lowndes. makes the discovery, which I was not expecting that. I was expecting something major. I wasn't expecting that. That was a bit of a uh, of a shocker. Definite shocker. Nanda, what what did you think when you saw like that that level of that reveal in terms of the way she met her demise? That that was well, first of all, it's it just really interesting because I mean we we get to see later on exactly how Hannibal, I guess, captured uh Beverly, but you know, considering that last shot, she was someone with a gun yeah. who was trying to shoot Hannibal, you know, and yet to have this person frozen, as we found out. And spice like that in such a still way. Yeah. Just the amount of work that went into that. It just did not seem like, you know, based on what we where we left off the uh, episode at the end last week, uh, it just didn't seem. It seemed like way too much care was put into creating this tableau. Sure. Of Beverly Cats, which so it surprised the hell out of me, and even putting in the observatory, I'm sure there's some more deeper meaning in there that we're well, not even aware of. It, well, no, there I, was, there. You think Go there ahead, was Jules. too much care put into it? Because I think it was a bit of an homage to her. I think it was a respectful way, because um, I think he respected her work, and it was reminiscent of her Ooh. work. I guess that makes sense in a way. I mean, put her in a very scientific building, and uh, having her almost like on display in multiple parts, like. Uh, getting to see her insides uh, in a very scientific way. I guess that's true. I guess well, people get it that way. She it was, was very much so. She was picked apart, they said, the way that she would that she would dissect or pick apart a crime scene. Right. Yeah. No, so that, that was Still, it. This is a woman who was attacking Hannibal, though. So it's amazing that he's like, oh, I need to uh, defend myself. I need to stop this threat. And, oh, by, by the way, let me, uh, let me make a very artsy way of killing her. Well, I think that it creates it. Yeah, well, uh, well, uh, first of all, we, if we know anything about Hannibal or 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 his uh, alter ego or whatever it is, the uh, 
the Shrike. I mean, there he the, the the deaths. All these deaths are you know presented in their dramatic in presentation and also in meaning. So you know there there there's something to there. That's the first thing. But the second thing is not so much. I mean, the reason why she's in the observatory is it's a message to Jack and so like the mm-hmm. last person Jack sent after Hannibal mm-hmm. who got a little close. Who's like, yeah, you're getting close to Hannibal. You know, this is sort of Hannibal's way of saying, like, you know what? You can send people to get close to me all you want, but this is, you know. Where he found Miriam Lass's yeah. arm. I will say, though, we were talking about how much care he takes into uh, the presentation of his of his uh, kills. But those are planned, and this was not a planned murder. No. Um, yeah. So that was – did he just well, he, have all that laying around? Hey, he thinks of his feet. That Hannibal. <laughs> it's just – you know, it's, I have these ginormous glass lines. He's like, well, let me see. Uh, let's freeze her. This is not – this is not something you have a mise en place for, you know. You're, you know, as a chef preparing the meal. He did not really have much chance to either. Either he had this prepared for somebody else, and he just figured to use it on Beverly, yeah. or, or this is just completely him improvising on the spot in a really weird way. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you know, what? However, the case, you know, mm. we're just going to assume that Hannibal has a bunch of uh, serial killing accoutrements in his a lot lair. of ideas floating and, up know, in and, there. And he's also got a lot of, lot of ideas floating around. So, like his little recipe cards. It was also very cool the whole the discovery that you know I was wondering. There's always sort of you know, the, the the presence of blood, and there was that that slight presence of blood. But I realized like where's that coming from? And she's melting. Like there's there's a drip, and there was like a trail of ice and little blood oh. in the ice. <laughs> And I was like, what is oh, she's I, melting? Yeah, because I, I'm like, what is happening? Like, why is she, is she frozen? I mean, like, it, and then I'm like, oh, she was frozen. She's and that frozen was and she's melting. Blood. It was really Thanks, reminiscent, Brian I will Fuller. say, of this awesome artist I saw in London at the Satchi Gallery called Damien Hurst, who oh. did, uh, I think it was Damien Hurst, who did a similar sort of dissection uh, of cross section of, uh, of different sort of animals. Oh. No, I remember the cow. I walked in and out of the cow. You, oh, fascinating! Look him up, Damien Hurst. Okay, yeah. well, maybe this is maybe this is a fuller homage to Damien Hurst. Uh, I'll, artist. We'll, we'll have to ask Mr. Mr. Fuller when he comes. Yeah. On. Um, all right. So, so that happened, and that was that was a bummer. That was a shocker <laughs> for all involved. Yeah. And, when you shock Freddie Lounds, you know you've done well. Yeah. I mean, that was that was probably as spectacular of, as as a presentation. The judge was pretty spectacular too. That was probably as spectacular as a death from Hannibal that we've seen, not from these crazy other series. Sure. Now, um, Jack. So Jack had to go in there, and and, and Freddie gave him the warning, sort of like you know. Send someone else, Jack. It's one of your own. It's some 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 rare compassion from. Freddie I was just Lounge. gonna say, yeah, we saw yeah. a little softer side of Freddie. Yeah, and so, but Jack did go in and had you know had a little breakdown. He had some some Top Gun acting there. Yeah, That's some nice acting <laughs> by by Mr. Larry Fishburne and uh, and yeah, poor Jack. Like that was that was some real emotion for a yeah. guy who's just who's this hard ass tough guy exterior. You know, um, he broke down because he cares about Beverly Caps. Of course. What do you think of that sequence, Nando? Oh yeah, I, I loved it. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it was a good sequence. <laughs> okay, I mean, poor I'll take it. poor Jack is going through so much. Not only is is now one of another person of his gone, right? Being uh, Beverly Katz, uh, uh, his friend Will is incarcerated and sure. going back and forth. What's going on with him? But he's also dealing with everything with his wife, right? So I think that was just uh, which, a little breakdown moment, right? Which we should touch on before that. We have the scene with Hannibal. And this, which makes this all the more diabolical because we have this scene where Hannibal is really uh, talking. He's not; he's 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 dressed down, not in the not in the three piece suit for it. once. Looks good. Yeah, no, that no was plaid, a nice look, man. No plaid three piece suit. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of like hanging no out. No quadruple Windsor. Uh, no quadruple Windsor. Just just good old uh, Hannibal. You know the casual Hannibal. Casual B- Hannibal. Be casual, casual Hannibal. Hannibal. 
<laughs> hanging out with his buddy. <laughs> it's just two buddies hanging out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, nice cable knit sweater. Yes, yeah. So him and uh, him and Jack, but that it makes all the more diabolical in that conversation he had with Jack, sort of saying, you know, I did this for you because I wasn't I wasn't a doctor. I was your friend, and I'm your friend. And meanwhile, he just sliced up his. You know, his girl and put him on display for him, like, at the same time. So it's a weird, that Hannibal. That guy. He's mean. <laughs> He's tricky. He's a meanie. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, so, so we move forward and then we see uh, you know, everyone's effect on that, on you know, the, death, the death of Beverly Cass and how this affects everyone. Um, the first person we see deal with this obviously will when, I mean, aside from, um, Freddie Lowndes and then we see, uh, Jack, but then, you know, he comes and tells, Jack comes and tells Will the news. And he says, I want to see her. And so he gets to leave the facility. Oh, and so iconically. Oh, so iconically, looking a lot like uh, the Hannibal Lecter of the film, the films, but Silence spe- spe- specifically it Silence of the Lambs. It was classic Silence of the Lambs. Yes, go yes. Ahead. This, I don't, this I don't get. Okay, I don't here get, we go. I get, I get the imagery. I totally get putting him in that getup that yep. we are so familiar with for Hannibal sure. Lecter. But... Will Graham has not proven, you know, when we first saw that in Silence of the Lambs, I think we, it definitely sends a message that this person is dangerous, that this person has probably attacked even people in the prison where Hannibal was at. Sure. And, and that he, you know, kind of like you're muzzling a pit bull. Will Graham has shown absolutely none of that. So I feel like this is just like over dramatic. I get the imagery and I, it's nothing against anyone. I get what they're trying to create. I mean, except I for the fact. Thought- Go ahead. Go ahead. I still, I still think it's just a bit ridiculous that Will Graham has not shown. No one has ever even seen him try to kill somebody or hurt somebody. I mean, I get the whole thing when they have him in the cage and they said they don't want anyone to get close to him for spitting rules. But this is not spitting. This is not a spit guard that they put on top of him. This is to stop him from biting people. But he's still and presumed I, I guilty. Don't get that. Yeah, no, no, but come on. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, but it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. Dude is accused of doing some of the most heinous murders. If you think, I mean, if you think of all the murders that Hannibal did, that the, that no. the Shrike did, like the guy yeah. capable of that, which they are convinced is Will Graham through overwhelming evidence, a guy who's capable of killing uh, Abigail and ingesting her ear, like... This guy is dangerous. Now, we know him to be sweet little Hugh Dancy Will, but, you know, I mean, as, as far as the uh, the Baltimore Hospital for the Criminally Insane is concerned, we're not taking any chances with this guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you really, you really want to have a guy who is completely capable of doing all the things that we saw Hannibal do, just kicking it well, in, a, in a pair of cuffs? Well, then if you're going to give that to Will Graham, then give it to every inmate whenever they're doing a day trip. Then that, that makes more sense. Maybe they do. Well, maybe maybe they do, but I don't know how many inmates get day Jack-a-lo, trips either. orange jumpsuit, I get all that. Putting putting the whole, you know, face mask and, you know, putting them on the, on the, on the lift, whatever you call that. Yeah. Uh, dolly, dolly. Hiving them around. That's just a little much. I, I okay. Mean, look, all right. Look, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not taking away the imagery, please. You know, Brian, if you're listening, I'm not taking away from this. <laughs> Too late. I get it, but at the same time, it was like <laughs> Brian hates you. I, I, at the same time, it's like, oh man, I, if he's gonna do that, I want him to earn. I want him to earn that outfit. You mean, he you mean, like he's killed like fifteen people. Like what do you? What more? Them. All right, let's okay. let's move on. I, I, I you're, 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 no, I, I, your your point is taken. We Julie and I disagree. So he goes. He goes. <laughs> he goes to the crime scene, and uh, he he. We get to see Will do his pendulum act and sort of reenact the thing, which is always so chilling, particularly chilling this time because it's him, you know, strangling Beverly Cats and like doing these things to Beverly Cats, and it's really sort of like, you know. 
I loved the um, the device they used of having her there, sort of her spirit or her yeah. ghost, sort of haunting him. Not right. only there at the crime scene, but also when he's being told in the in, sure. in the jail cell that that she's been killed. Yeah, it gives Hetty and Park another uh, another day yeah. of acting. Yeah, maybe maybe there'll be more of that. I hope I, so. I like her so much. I like her too. Right. I'm gonna miss she'll be her. in the river. Maybe she'll be in the stream fishing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> she'll be fishing in the stream. There's plenty of room in that damn stream. Uh, and, and I believe I believe she's pregnant, so she'll be. You'll only see her like from the waist up, or like from the upper waist up. Oh, okay. So. Congratulations. Oh, uh, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. Um, all right. So, so, but he goes, but he he, he reenacts the crime scenes. We know. We find out the how. Yep. We find out how. Uh, you know, the, the slicing, which is very gruesome, by the way. That's as gruesome as it comes. It's just the notion, even even as even frozen, that whole like. You know him. Him. That was me. I was a. That was a saw. That was by really the way. good. That was a good For those saw. of you just listening on iTunes, that was me doing a saw. Uh, <laughs> but that this, you know, sawing that body like that and then splitting it up. That was that was very very gruesome. It's a lot of work uh, and a lot of work and a lot of care. He works fast. And um and you know some top gun acting from uh, Hugh Dancy in yeah. that scene too. And it's like, well, why did you even come here? And he says, I wanted to say goodbye. Hmm. And also that moment where he. He tells Jack that she she got close. She knew who, who the uh, who who am I talking about? The Minnesota Strike. Yes. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, that she knew who he was. Right. He knows who he is. Jack asks, and he just can't tell him. Yeah. He says, "You need to find your own way." Yeah. Um, because he said a couple episodes ago, you know, if I say Hannibal Lecter is this guy one more time, I'm yeah. going to look even crazier. Yeah. So he can't, and it's killing Interesting. him. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, which you know, and and we know obviously from the open opening uh, episode of this season that you know um, Jack will find his own way ultimately, uh, one way or another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, it's, it's heart wrenching. So he does, and he does get to say his goodbye, and he gets back, and then we also get to see, um, our you know our two guys, um. Do the autopsy on her. Oh yeah, which was also that was heart wrenching too. Heart wrenching, yeah. That 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 takes away from my uh, my my lighthearted comedy web series I wanted for them last week. You missed that, <laughs> but I went, <laughs> I went them in a web series. I want Scott Thompson and 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 uh, Aaron Abrams and Aaron Abrams in a, in a web series, but. Uh, but Sometimes they, you gotta have a little grounding, a little grounding before the comedy. Yes, yes, it was good. It was good to see them. Yeah, and great, you know, and they're, and they're great, great emotion shown and great care shown, and they they, they said how they wanted to. You know, be respectful and find out. But what they did find out is that her kidney wasn't hers. It was... The mural guy. Yes. James Gray, the mural killer. It was James Gray's killer, which is just all the more like, ah. you know. So we know that this... And that's the kidney that she was searching for that she found as evidence, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty yeah. symbolic of switching those kidneys and then... Yes. Cooking up hers. By the way, that imagery of him... Putting her kidneys through the meat grinder really upset me. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, yeah. I see a lot of things yeah. on this show, and I'm like, "Ew, that's gross. Ew, that's gross." <laughs> but oh my god! I mean, yeah, I mean that from, one. But I mean, like the the meat, the vegetarians and the vegans of the world, and the people who I know who are who are those folks love this. They they, they love to be like, "Oh yeah, well that's what you're eating anyway. That's what it is. That's what happens." You're like, "No, but it's not human, so that's what you're doing." <laughs> I mean, but it's something to that. There's something too about like looking at. The way food is prepared, specifically yes. meat, 
and looking like how we prepare meat and and, and also you know organs and like kidneys and sure. all that stuff. We eat all that stuff. But so. there's also the layer added to it that this is someone that we cared about. Yeah. So we have an attachment to this kidney. Yeah. It's like not the kidney. Not the kidney. Oh, yeah. there it goes. Yeah. There it goes. All right. <laughs> right on the fork. Right in Hannibal's mouth. Yum yum. Uh, yeah. So that, that that is that is something that's an interesting device that they're able to use as well. There yeah. Too. Uh, this, yeah, speaking of that, there's a lot of sort of, you know, there's, there's a lot of psychological layers to this, that a lot of psychological horror that takes place in this. We, yeah. you know, we, we, we sometimes get the blood and guts and we sometimes get the, we a lot of times get the suspense. Um, we get every little aspect of horror, but there's a lot of psychological horror that takes place here that they did an excellent job of, of showing us week to week. Like you just mentioned, the fact that we are, we care about Beverly Katz. We know her. So her, just seeing her kidney grind up like that is an extra, like, torturous meaning for us, the yeah. viewer. Sure. So props to you for making me upset, Ryan Fuller. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, man. Um, so yeah, so, so we, we, we find that out. Um, and then we have, uh, well, then we have this, uh, into situation. We, we see the reappearance of our, our guy, Dr. Gideon. Right, Eddie Izzard. Yes, yes. Dr. Eddie, Gideon. Eddie Izzard, Doctor Gideon comes back because uh, yeah. Will does a very great job of of sort of manipulating, um, you know, uh, Crap Weasel Chilton into. <laughs> just, just, uh, he was super sneaky this episode. Right. Raul Esparza as Chilton, super oh, yeah. sneaky, creepy, he's, evil, he's nasty, really, really creepy, awesome, great. He's, he's, he does a great yeah, job, he's but brilliant. so uh, yeah, Chilton. So, so um, Chilton, he has an opportunity to. Uh, talk to Will, and Will sort of talks him into, you know, manipulates him him into having a conversation with Gideon, and Gideon says reveals. Uh, well, I mean, basically, inadvertently or inadvertently tells him what he needs to know. Like, how does how does that take Wait, place? Which part? I'm sorry. Where where <laughs> Gideon and Will have a conversation first? You know, have have a have a conversation, and okay. Gideon. Um, first of all, I'm sorry. I'm getting confused here. Chilton and and Gideon have the conversation first. And then Will, is there a Chilton Gideon conversation or am I making that up? Was there only a Will and Chilton conversation? Uh, I think Nando? it was Will and Chilton. Or Will and Gideon. Because Will talks to Chilton and appeals to his ego. That seems to be the way to get anything you right. want from Chilton is to appeal to his ego and his narcissism. And says, wouldn't it be great if, since I know who this killer is and Gideon knows who the killer is and we both said it to you so you're the guy who discovers you're right. the guy who uncovers it. So I don't remember there being a Chilton Gideon conversation. Well, in the, the in the initial, I'm mean, maybe I'm misremembering this. There's a, when the therapy cages, um, in the therapy cages, Will and Gideon, Will and Gideon. That's Will and Gideon. Yes. Okay. In separate therapy, therapy cages, and uh, Chilton is watching. Yes. Yes. I know what it was. Now, I'm, I'm confused. You now are I remember. Confused. I, Hannibal and Gideon have that conversation, yes. and Chilton's watching. That that is a conversation. And, 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 and Gideon does a thing where he's like, nice to meet you, to Hannibal. Yes. And Chilton's, do you remember that? So that Who's on yes. third? So, but know. the one we're talking about right now. Sorry, I'm trying to get straight in my mind. I'm sorry. The one we're focusing on right now is Will and, Will and, and Gideon. And Gideon. And that in conversation. cages. Right. Talking about Hannibal. Right. Where, where, where Gideon reveals something. No. No, he doesn't. He's, <laughs> I'm so confused. He tells Will, uh, first he tells Will that, that you have it have it, as they say. Right. The ability to kill. And he never says the name Hannibal. He never admits to it. He says he is the devil. He is smoke. Right. And he will never be caught. You're going to have to kill him. Got it. But Will said, he's like, maybe I will. He says, fair enough. Fair enough. Yes. 
I'm just all What's happening to you? I'm no point. notes. The point, is, the point is that Will knows <laughs> What's happening that Gideon knows who uh, who it is. He knows that Gideon can say can can exonerate him and just say it's Hannibal. Right. So this this whole little cat and mouse game between them, even in there, where you know Gideon's Gideon doesn't want to help Will. Obviously, he wants Will to suffer. Will is the person who shot him. Yeah, Will tried whether to kill him. Whether or not whether or not it was fabricated by Hannibal or not. Uh, you know, based on all sorts of lies or whatever games he's playing, he still doesn't want to let Will off the hook. No. So there's a little bit of that whole, there's a little bit of that whole, I'm not telling you, almost in the exact same way that Will was being like that with Jack earlier. Absolutely. Uh, almost. Right. Different, different reasons, but still, there's this whole, we all know, you know, and, and the audience all knows who it is, but none of the characters that have this information want to reveal it for whatever their own selfish reasons are. And, continue- and that's what Gideon's playing. And continuing with the, with the theme of this sort of like you know mano a mano conversations that we you know we, we that we see from Clarice and you know from Clarice and Hannibal to Will and Hannibal to you know Hannibal and Gideon to now to Chilton and 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 and, and uh, Will but now to Gideon and Will there's, there's a lot of these sort of one on one sort of tete a tete conversations you know which 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 are this whole series is sort of known for and yes. That conversation. I will say that. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, I will say. I will say that when Gideon did eventually talk to Chilton, which I think was later on in the episode, I think that's what it did, that did kind of ring a bell to me. Of the oh no, maybe it was more Freddie. Uh, I think it was when Chilton was talking. I'm uh, not Chilton. I'm sorry. Gideon was talking to Freddie. That did feel very reminiscent to a Clarice Hannibal moment from the movie. Right. It did really ring that bell to me. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm sorry that I got so confused there. So now I'm clear. So in that conversation, this is where Will, the seed is planted for Will that he must kill Hannibal. Mm-hmm. And then, which, which is he gets, which was what he does get from Gideon, even though Gideon doesn't reveal Hannibal as the, as, as, as the guy. So, um, so then, you know, and not necessarily nor So then we, so we have, so we see the conversation with, uh, Will and Gideon. And then we see the conversation with Hannibal and Gideon. And that, and that conversation with Hannibal and Gideon was that for Chilton? I mean, what? Because that was a conversation there where they clearly know each other, and they clearly are, you know, what, what, what was the purpose of that conversation? Why did why did why didn't Hannibal want to go see Gideon? Maybe he wanted to see how much he knew, how much he was willing to give up, or how much um, he told Will, or it, what? Yeah, I think he was trying to get a feel for him because he was just as surprised that that uh, Chilton would bring Gideon back to. Uh, his psychiatric hospital after right. he removed his kidney right. and uh, gutted him, so to see, so yes. to say. Um, <clears throat> so I think he's trying well, to figure out what's going on. How much does Will have his hands in this, and what's maybe what is Will up to? What is he trying to get out of it? Right. I think I think uh, that Hannibal always felt Gideon was a bit of a kindred spirit. Uh, so that I feel that he he knows that Gideon has damning evidence, but again, he's fishing now himself and. And it's almost in a weird way like he has someone on the inside. He, he knows he can trust Gideon a little bit. Not so much, but just a little bit. So um, I, that's the way I looked at it as. They're, they're just, uh, he sees them, you know, just in the same way that Gideon has respect for Hannibal when he's talking to Will and said, you're going to have to kill him. I think Hannibal has a similar type of respect for Gideon. Right. I, I, I agree. Um, so I wanna, what we should get, I want to get into the, the introduction of uh, our guy, uh, the orderly, uh, Matthew Brown. Is that, is that, is that what we said his name was? Yeah, played by Jonathan uh, jo- Tucker. Jonathan Tucker from Parenthood, who was uh, ended up being creepy as all hell. He was he was as creepy as they come. 
Yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah, he was good. <laughs> like, what do you say? Like, what do you, what's that? What's that smile? Like, you, what do you, what do you think he was like? Hot? No. <laughs> No, 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 no. He was just, well, maybe with a shirt off, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, He was was really good. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it is somewhere. Um, He was really, uh, you could just tell that there was something so off in him, even in the scenes before it's revealed that he is the the copycat killer. Right. When he is walking Freddy through and he goes through those same uh, sort of rules and regulations that we have heard before in Silence of the Lambs. Same sort of thing the first time Clarius goes to see him. Mm -hmm. And the guard tells him. From Barney. Yeah, from Barney. Like the do's, the don'ts, don't pass anything, don't don't take anything from him, yada, yada. Um, So this character that he's built uh, has just in this one episode, even just standing there, uh, uh, lowering Will when he's on the dolly. Yeah. Um, it's just, it, there's something you know is so off and just not quite right. Yeah. So I think he did a great job of creating this character. And then when it is revealed, the true horror that he is trying to to, to make happen, um, I think, think it was just really good. Well, <laughs> no, yeah, no the, the reveal was great because there was a moment where... where Will realizes that in a split second that, oh, you're the guy, and Will doesn't miss a beat. He's very much like, you know, and they're having this sort of conversation about, you know, an admirer and, and you know, and what, what I can do for you. And I'm like, you, we're like the same. And Will very much is like, he, it was, there's a weird moment where he just, where he's like, oh, this is the guy, and then just sort of like goes with it immediately. Yeah. Like, okay, now I can use this guy. Yep. Will is very sort of fast on his feet in that, in that respect. And uh, Will, I mean, was very smart and quick in bringing him out and using Freddy to, yes. to, to bring him out to the forefront and right. come out of hiding and approach him and communicate with him. Sure. He knew how to appeal to his senses. Uh, yes. He's doing a lot of appealing to people's senses in this episode yeah. and appealing to their egos and sense of narcissism with, with Freddy getting her to do what he needed her to do yeah. with uh, Chilton appealing to his ego to get uh, Gideon there. Uh, and now with the, with orderly as well, Matthew yeah. Brown. Well, and it's also like, it's, it's, you see, you know, the, you know, Will is spending a lot of time sort of staring into space, thinking, sorting this whole thing out, but he, he has this master plan and he, he knows kind of, he's trying to figure out a way he's going to, from jail, use his brain to manipulate everyone outside the jail, including Hannibal, to sort of maybe get him out of jail. If not that, then maybe exact revenge or, you know, retribution or a lot of these different things. And now um, that he knows Hannibal did this to Beverly, he's very much completely okay with this guy has to die, even if it doesn't clear me. You know, but he has to go, you know, yeah. uh, or maybe he thinks that if Hannibal, if Hannibal is killed, then they'll go to his house and discover all of his stuff. But I don't know. It's just interesting. It shows just how much he and Hannibal are alike. Sure. Um, but with their their psychology and their uh, their goal being so completely different. But they're they're each using what they know psychologically to manipulate to get what they want without really having to dirty their hands too much. Right. Uh, and then I like the idea of, you know, this, this sort of chess game. You know, the Hannibal's always two or three steps ahead, four or five te- chess moves ahead of everyone. And Will is now at least a couple of chess moves ahead of, ahead of people. And he, but he's also doing this thing where he's like not wanting to involve people. He's clearly not wanting to involve Jack anymore than he has to, especially after what happened to Beverly. Uh, but he's not wanting a lot of bloom. So it came to him like, what are you doing talking to Freddie? You know, like, what's going on? He's like, I don't, yeah, basically. I had still stuff I have to do. <laughs> well, he has to do it himself yeah. because anyone that he sends after him gets killed. Right. 
Exactly. And, you know, we keep on saying that Hannibal is three steps ahead, three steps ahead, but I think maybe he's only, like, one step ahead in this season. Hmm. Last season, he was ahead of everybody. He was yeah. he was lapping everybody. But this season, with Will having a clear mind and nothing but time, right. um, I think he's losing, losing a little bit of the hold that he had over that entire FBI team. Right. Um, well, and Hannibal can't control, and Hannibal can't control the prison that Will's in. No, exactly. And Will's exactly. taking advantage of that. He's taking advantage of that with Chilton and even bringing Gideon in. So obviously, you know, Will has some tools at his disposal that uh, Hannibal is, you know, he has to figure around. And he right now is, I guess he's trying to, he's kept Will alive because he considers Will a friend. So I think, I don't know if you want to call it hubris. I don't know what you want to call it on Hannibal's part, but he almost is a little trusting. He was three steps ahead. Now he's only one. So he still has... He still has an advantage, but we see it shrinking. And like you said before, Will is incredibly on his game right now. And now that he doesn't have the acetylized and he can think through his things and he's piecing everything together, he's playing so many different instruments. He's playing everyone like a fiddle. Uh, and you know, getting them based on their ego or whatever it is, hubris, whatever it is, just playing them all. And he's doing it without Hannibal over his shoulder like he was throughout season one. But it's interesting how big of a toll that it's taking on him to manipulate these people, as we saw in that that one shot with the antlers growing out of his yeah, back. Beautiful. I mean, that's his guilty conscience coming through. You yeah. know, that's his his he's channeling a murderer and yeah. what's inside of him, and he's becoming one, and he's vengeful, and he's all consumed by this. Yeah. So I thought that was uh, just beautifully shot and yeah. really. Yeah. Um, oh, poor Will. Poor Will. Hashtag poor, Hashtag Will. poor Will. I mean, I, I, I agree. I think also, you know, it's a great point, Nando, about him, him being able to use utilize everything uh, where, where where Hannibal can't go, which is inside the the the, the criminally insane asylum here. Because obviously he's, he's utilizing Chilton, he's utilizing uh, you know Gideon and all these other folks, and Hannibal's trying to do his best to get in there and sort of like, what did Will tell you? What's going on with Will? Was you know Hannibal's trying to do his best to get in and talk through to everyone Chilton. through Chilton. Excuse me, I said Childress earlier. Through Chilton, <laughs> um, and through Chilton, and through Gideon, and even initially through Beverly Katz as well. Mm-hmm. But you know he yeah. he can't. But really... you know what's great? You know what's great too? The way Hannibal's doing this too. Whenever he's like going up to someone, he's, he's not going to someone like he's afraid he's going to get found out. He's going to someone like let's say you get into a fight with your best friend and your best friend doesn't want to talk to you anymore, right? Or you just broke up with your girlfriend, and then you see your girlfriend's friends. You're like, so how's, how's my ex-girlfriend doing? How's she doing? You know, it's, right. it's almost like it, it really is kind of a relationship thing where he's almost kind of a weird stalker because he has this um, bromance with Will. Yeah. And, and that's almost more that than more about him getting concerned about getting found out about Will discovering and, and letting everyone in know, uh, know on Hannibal's secret. That, that's, Which I think is really funny. That, yeah, that 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 uh, it's almost like he wants to preserve the relationship with Will at all costs. But you know, like Will, Will is the main priority here. But he, you know, he still yeah. is going to uh, be Hannibal. Um, so let's talk about the final confrontation with the orderly and Hannibal. I mean, he was pretty sneaky. You know, he 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 tracked Hannibal down to his uh, to, to doing his laps and mm-hmm. jumped in and looking great, <laughs> looking great, looking great, Max. and uh, and got him. You know. Yeah, that's and, the first time we've seen him. Got. Yeah, Hannibal got got. <laughs> got got for <laughs> he got, sure. Got in. And <laughs> so that you know, and um, in that you know that that exchange, you know, Hannibal there and that that vulnerability. I mean, it's the first time we've ever seen really well 
the second time we've seen Hannibal that vulnerable because we had that that fight with Tobias. You know, what you feel like, you know, at a certain point, Tobias may have had the upper hand, but, yeah, um, but this was, this was major. Yeah. Like he, you know, he, <laughs> there you know, was brought, no hope. He had the, he's, he's struggling on the bucket. He's got a noose on his neck. He I has mean, his uh, wrist slashed. His wrist slashed. I mean, it's sort of like the clock is ticking. It's very, very much reminiscent of the old Batman thing where it's like one of those traps where, like, it's, you know, where Batman and never mind, forget it. <laughs> oh, anyway, nerd. but I'm a nerd. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So either he's going to bleed out. Or he's going to hang himself. Yep. And, and, and the guys are sort of watching to see what he can do and contemplating the fact that maybe they'll call me the Shrike. You know, maybe I can take credit mm. for your crimes. By the way, we keep on calling it the Shrike. I think it's the Chesapeake Ripper. Yes, it because is. Because the Shrike was, was, uh, was Abigail's father. Thank you for saving You're welcome. Th- Sorry. Thank I you for to saving get that out there. me and, 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 <laughs> and you. Before and the internet. Us. From an internet onslaught. us with of, antlers. They, they still, they still <laughs> they will. They still will. But just know, yes. we're getting it right. Not the Shrike. The Chesapeake the Ripper. The Chesapeake Ripper. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Ripper. So he said, I'll take, I'll take, maybe I'll take credit for being the Ripper. You yes. Know, which, is, which is sort of cool. So don't you think that, like, this this little kid, I mean, he's like his little baby face, a little orderly. Uh, he's trying so hard. The first murder that he did, which uh, employed every sing- a piece of every single murder that that he thought Will had done, yeah. um, that was just a copycat. So this is sure. him, like, really trying to prove himself. And just, right. he went over the top. I think he, he got a- in a little bit over his head. Even though, you know, he was going, he was going to kill Hannibal, probably. Right. But I mean, with the with like the crucifixion and the bucket and the history, the bucket and the noose yeah. and the slashed wrists and 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 on top of the marble staircase, like my God, kid! Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, was, he he went in. He definitely went in. Uh, I'm really curious in what will happen to. Well, let me let me, let me I'll get to that in a second. But uh, he was trying to. Poor Hannibal is up there, vulnerable, and very much trying to tell the kid that look, uh, Will's not like us. Like Will is not a killer. Will is not, you know, in other words, you're, you're, you're idolizing and following the wrong guy. Like in his last well, breath. How ironic, how ironic is it that the orderly wanted to bond with Will because he wanted to be a group of hawks that get to fight the smaller birds. Yes. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, here he is trying to kill the real hawk. Exactly. And, yep. and letting the birds survive. And, and, and I really got the sense that if Hannibal wasn't, you know, bleeding out and with a noose around his neck, he probably could have talked that kid down. Like, he was really already in some manipulating mode, like, you know, because he's, he's Hannibal Lecter. He's a yeah, master manipulator. He yeah, so he's very much like, uh, Will's not like us, you know, but the kid wasn't really quite listening. But he, 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 I feel like he, you know, given Hannibal, if he wasn't, it just shows Hannibal's, you know, uh, mental, uh, strength that he was in that vulnerable position, yet still, still um, almost trying. talked his way out of that. Situation. And don't you think he seemed, truly betrayed and kind of sad when he found out that yeah. Will put out this hit on him. Like, he yeah. was bummed. He was really bummed. Well, this is why I wonder, well, well, we got to talk about because, you know, Alana Bloom and Jack, you know, figure out that, that, that he's the guy, he's after Hannibal. So they go and they find where Thanks Hannibal to, is. Uh, Gideon. Thanks to Gideon. They go and they, they track, they track him down. Um, and they save him at the last minute. Uh, Killing the kid. The kid's dead, right? Or did they wound the kid? I can't remember. I don't know if the kid's dead. And Hando, they... is the kid dead? The, or the orderly? He, he fell. He dropped. I don't know. I, didn't, I, I wasn't there to perform CPR. So okay. I don't know. So, you, were, you were on the scene? Uh, no, I was not on scene. But so that's what we're left with, which is very, which is, and it makes, it just really act, you know, begs the question for episode six, like what, 
I mean, you know, how is Hannibal going to react to being betrayed by Will in this manner? A, mm -hmm. will he want to exact, and how much revenge can he exact on Will when Will's already in, in prison? So that's the first thing. The, the second thing is, how is, you know, how is Dr. Bloom and Jack going to react? Because they know too. Yes. So what does this mean that they, that, that, you know, that, that he's trying to uh, kill Hannibal? I, I mean, it's hard. Part of me thinks that, or maybe part of them will be just appalled that he would go this far to uh, to employ someone this crazy to go after and kill Hannibal in such a horrific way. But then you think, don't they have to think if he went this far right. to employ this crazy kid to kill Hannibal, he must really, really mean it. Like, right. he must really want him dead. Yeah. So... I don't know. Yeah. So they may be like, well, if Will wants him dead this bad, this then maybe badly. Will is right. Or well, Will is crazy. Here's yeah. the thing, too. It's just that Will, Will is accused of committing murders. And here he is. Now, according to Alana, she found out that he is trying to commit a murder from <laughs> from uh, inside the asylum. Yeah. And, and Alana's not going to like that. assassination attempt. She walks in. She walks in on seeing Hannibal decked up on a cross, yeah. bleeding to death with this bucket, like this whole elaborate thing that's very similar to a lot of the murders that they've been witnessing from the from the river. But I think so, it was missing a I touch of the artistry. Guilt right there. There's guilt right there that she's probably doubting. Right. Whether he's guilty or innocent. Yeah. I agree with what you said, too. I agree with everything you said there. And I think that Alana's going to have some trouble because of her feelings for Will. And, you know, there was that weird flirtation she had with Hannibal with the beer, you know, in season, season one. one. So yeah. maybe, she'll, maybe she'll flip back over to liking Hannibal. I don't know. But I do agree with you, Jules. The, uh, it's lacking some of the artistry yes. of, of the other, you know, of the, of the other killings. And I don't think that, I don't think the, Jack the... will see it. And I don't think Alana will see that. Right. But it's something that, maybe he could bring to the forefront of their minds and just sort yeah. of make them recognize that. Yeah. Okay, well, a fantastic, fantastic episode. I, we're, I, it's hard for me to believe that we're only in five episodes in. I feel like there's been so much story and so much things, you know, like so many things that have happened in these last five hours, and, you know, this is really fantastic storytelling in my, in Dude, my point of view. I love this show so much. <laughs> yeah, I love it too. It's good to do a show that we love, love, love so I much. I adore it. Um, I do, let's, let's, let's get a touch of news and gossip here. After Buzz yeah. TV News. Uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show, there's been a little brouhaha about um, about the death of Beverly Katz. Uh, and, you know, just this mild, weird criticism to Brian Fuller over sort of, you know, how sexist and racism, you know, it, it just, I don't want to do a whole commentary of, you know, you know, people jumping on stuff ahead of time. Cause I think that it's very important to point out these things when they do exist, you know, sexism, racism, and, and lack of diversity in television. Those are all things that we all want to point out and talk about. But in this case, get off Brian Fuller's here. back. I mean, you know, I mean, first of all, there's a lot of, like, like I mentioned earlier, there's, they've done a, an excellent job of bringing a lot of diversity in race and in gender mm -hmm. to not that divert, the, the characters in, in Thomas Harris's books weren't so diverse, you know. Um, I mean, Barney, yeah, my man Barney, the orderly, uh, but, <laughs> um, 
But yeah, that, 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 so so the fact that he that he you know made Beverly uh, Asian, you know, and the fact that you know we, we talked about the other the other adjustments he made that we'll continue to make, continue to find different ways to have the different spins in these characters that we love. I mean, it's 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 been really cool. So and and that and that's me. You know, Hedian mentioned something that was key here is that she was Doctor Katz was supposed to die in season one actually. And so mm-hmm. you know, Brian Fuller was thought like because the character's so great and the character's been so cool, let's extend that out into season two. So I mean, get off his back, people. I mean, Nando, what do you think? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. She could have ended up staying alive and been re- regulated to like the three minutes that Scott Thompson gets every single week oh. or Mandeller, or she could have a chance to shine for the first four episodes of season two and become the main person, you know, going after Hannibal since Will is incarcerated right. and have this glorious death and still have a, be, have a very memorable role. Yeah. I mean, so she, so she died, but I think, I think the, you know, the latter is a little bit better than the former. I mean, yeah, it's great to have a role, you know, speaking of an actor, it's great to have a role every single week on a TV show, sure. but it's also great to have a memorable, a memorable role that people are going to talk about and uh, there's going to be a lot of buzz behind. And I think, that's what they created with it. So I, I don't think people should really look at it as, oh, we just uh, decided to get rid of an Asian American on the show. Yeah, or a uh, woman. Instead of, you know, and to say, look, look at the part that this person played. It was, it was a really well done uh, job that she did. We didn't go on the previous weeks and say, oh, God, the person playing Beverly Katz, Eddie and Park, is not that good. No, she did a great job, and she played her role, and her character got to shine. And as we said last week, kind of like Icarus, she shown a little, she, she got a little too close to the sun and her wings fell off. Sure. I think that's a glorious way to go. So yeah, I call shenanigans on that whole thing. I think people really should have a lot of respect for the, the role the actor played. I think she, she went out in a glorious way and yeah, maybe she's not getting a steady paycheck, but really that's not for you to say, that's for her to say. And she's an established actress and I'm sure she's going to get another job very, very soon. Hot takes, hot take Velasquez. Yeah, man, couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> hot takes. I have nothing to say. You hit it all. Well, let, let's jump into predictions then. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Nando. Yes. What, you have your prediction, sir? <laughs> Still on you're, you're actually going with me first? Yes, I'm going with <laughs> you first. Get you out of the hallway. What? Get you out of your Hollywood uh. hallway. Stairwell. <laughs> are you in the stairwell? Where are you? I... I, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say what looks obvious from scenes from next week, man. It looks like some Bloom uh, Hannibal action in bed. <laughs> bed? I didn't see oh, scenes I didn't see from that. next week. I watched the iTunes. I missed, I missed scenes from next week. Oh shoot! Well, what? there's a little scene that looks like a little flirtation. Looks like they might oh, get it on. Well, oh, then. you know what? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Alana is uh, is playing, is trying to play Hannibal and, and get in. Uh, and okay. it's very hard to try and get to dig more. Man, he, he broke out some of that beer. The beer's back. The beer is back, which I predicted in season one, you by did. the way, that they would have a little something. And I, I didn't see that since I didn't see uh, scenes from next week, but that's really interesting. I would think that maybe it's maybe it's Alana playing Hannibal, but maybe it's Hannibal playing uh, her as well to get to Will, to get under his skin, because they always have that special thing. Sure. sure. Um, I pre- oh, you didn't. Were you done with your prediction, Nando? I just jumped on it. Sorry. Yeah. I'm done. Um, I'm going to predict that um, that that Hannibal has it in for Freddie now. You know, he oh, came yeah. out and he said, "Well, that was rude," and yeah. we know that she that Hannibal does not handle rudeness well. well it's something he does not tolerate. He ingests them well, though. His his tummy handles them well. Well, yes. 
Uh, so I think uh, I think she's in for something coming up soon. Okay. Really, Alana and Hannibal were in bed. Yeah. I Wait, guess what's so. yours? Uh, mine is that uh, this this open the, the death of this orderly opens the door for Barney. Hopefully, we'll see some Barney. Although I know I, I heard that they didn't have the rights to Barney because I only had the rights to some characters. Uh, but I'd like to see Barney come in. I like to, I'd like to you play Barney. Be Barney. Brian. No, I'm just no, I don't think that. Anyway, uh, so we'll, maybe we'll, maybe we'll see Brian. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> Nando, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L, and with you guys on shows like The Following, Blacklist, Face Motel, stuff like that. All right. <laughs> uh, Julia. <laughs> Uh, find me on Twitter and on Instagram with my name, which is Julia Carely. It's J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. And uh, like Nana said, on these shows with you guys. Joe Braswell, Instagram, uh, Joe K. Braswell, and Twitter, Joe K. Braswell. On both, Twitter and Instagram. Joe Sanflippo, who's not here, you can find him on Twitter at Joe Flippo and on Joe Sanflippo.com. Joe Sanflippo.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week for episode six. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz. Buzz. Yeah. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.